0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price and Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love uh, talking to the uh, reporters over at the Washington Post. We've had an ongoing series now for going on almost a year with Post reporters, and I absolutely love it. Um, I li- I'm, I'm a, Even though I don't agree with it on a lot of issues, issues uh, I'm a big fan of the Post uh, because of the fact that it's one of the true Newspapers of Record, which is a dying breed. There's really down to almost really down to three, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Wall Street Journal, and they do a phenomenal job. And it's really the depth and breadth that you only get from uh, newspapers like it uh, that make them so interesting and so helpful. Christopher, glad to have you on the program. Christopher Rowland is, uh, is a business reporter for the Post, and uh, we're really glad to have you on the program today. Tell us a little bit about your coverage areas, uh, your your BEAT, if you will, before we get into
1: our topic, and welcome. Oh, thank you. Uh, happy to be with you. Uh, my BEAT is Business of Healthcare Reporter, uh, which basically can be any uh, channel of the healthcare industry at any given time, um, and uh, so it's pretty wide open. Uh, and I, uh, you know, obviously it's from drugs to hospitals to insurance to long-term care. So uh, it's pretty varied and pretty busy.
0: Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, that kind of relates to long-term term care. Uh, that's a good segue, in fact, which is the, the, really the crisis that has happened since COVID, uh, a lot of changes in government spending that has kind of created distortions in the workplace and the incredible demand that's out there for people to help people uh, who are at home, that have ne- that have needs, that require uh, assisted living, for example, at home, which is always the preference, Whatever you can do that, not to, e- not to even mention the demographics of it all, right? People living way longer than what they did just 20 or 30 years ago. Talk a little bit, of, first of all, about the landscape, and to get into, then we'll get into your specific article.
1: Yeah, there's uh, several uh, trends that you just kind of uh, mentioned there to, that are happening at the same time. Uh, with uh, boomers aging, uh, there is ever-increasing demand uh, for uh, people in nursing help and medical help to help keep those people uh, aging in a healthy way and to stay out of uh, ERs and ICUs. Um, and, but at the same time, you've got serious workplace shortages right now uh or I should say um labor shortages uh, for a lot of low skilled labor labor including uh you know uh, care aides who work in nursing homes and in um at home uh, in the and also uh nurses uh, for hospitals uh but there you know for a lot of these jobs um, especially the lower skilled jobs uh there's fast food retail so they're all kind of competing uh, for the same pool of workers, and right now there's uh, some dire shortages.
0: Yeah, and particularly in, in this area that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. You know, every time you go to a restaurant and you notice that there's about... You know, uh, two thirds of the number of employees they used to have, you know, at that restaurant. Everyone notices, right? Taking, taking 20 or 30 percent longer to get your food, uh, winning uh, longer lines in the grocery store at the checkout, all of that is a product of exactly what you're talking about here. It's happening everywhere, including in terms of uh, home health care. And uh, it really is fire. And and those who can't afford to get home health care help, they're paying more for that labor that's so hard to come by now more than ever.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's one thing to be waiting um, in a longer line at Home Depot or, uh, you know, or having to wait an extra 15 minutes for your order at a restaurant. But uh, imagine the people who are elderly, both in their 80s, uh, one spouse uh, has Parkinson's and is in uh, serious, you know, uh, decline physically uh, and needs help. Um, and they're on a waiting list for home care. Someone to help them in their home, so someone doesn't have to go to a retirement home or a nursing home. You know, that couple wants to stay together, but they're on a on a waiting list for, you know, two, three, four, five, six, even seven. You know, some long waiting list to get that home care aid in the home to help them with all their activities of daily living such Mm as uh getting dressed in the morning toileting even eating um cooking cleaning around the house uh you know putting the walker in the car and driving uh to doctor's appointments um so it can be really a a precarious situation for these uh elderly folks uh in their homes The, the same thing uh also applies for people with Uh, adults under 65 with disabilities, Uh, they also um, are in dire need of more home care Uh, aides. Many of them have a long also on waiting list, and they can't find help to keep them independent.
0: Yeah, and by the way, uh, your article is phenomenal. You you are quite the writer. Um, You're talking about a real couple in a suburb of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh it's it's very well written very compelling and uh you do a great job of of uh, bringing the reader to that story to that house to that couple and their struggle and again this is one example of many of that's out there uh it's it's very compelling and and the story is very compelling and again that's one of the difference i find between uh the washington post and a lot of the other publications out there that uh, you know the mech news approach uh that was started by usa today decades ago uh it seems like everyone competes for that space but sometimes you want some depth and that's why i really enjoyed this story uh, found and found my own empathy growing, even though our family 's been touched uh, by needs like this, so it was really well done. So talk about you know is there any hope around the corner, any hope in the horizon? What are you seeing being done, uh, particularly on, on governments because with all of the issues that seniors have, it is definitely one of, if not the most powerful demographic politically.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a number of reasons for this uh, worker shortage in this space. And one of the big ones is uh, low pay, uh, no benefits or few benefits, um, uh, weird part time hours, uh, hard work, no career path um, uh, and, uh, you know, little recognition. And so people burn out as well. Um, So to tackle some of those things. And also, by the way, or not even by the way, at core of this is that um, the majority of this workforce is uh, women and women of color uh, as well, and many of them immigrants also. So to try to, uh, so there's a lot of people who say that, first of all, Medicaid programs in states, which do pay for uh, home care if people are um, uh, close enough to the poverty line to qualify, uh, the um, uh, Medicaid needs to pay more, reimburse better. Um, same goes for Medicare, is what the advocates say. Medicare needs to reimburse better as well for people who have clear medical needs. They, they, their care in the home can be covered by Medicare. Uh, so another uh, major focal point of advocacy uh, is um, more temporary visas for uh, temporary worker visas to get more immigrants into the United States to, um, help fill the gap. Uh, and then there's uh, trying to, you know, just general recognition by society, by the governments, um, state legislatures and, uh, you know, the private companies, uh, both profit and nonprofit that run these healthcare agencies, uh, that these people need to be paid better. They need to have, uh, living, you know, better wages. They need to have, uh, better benefits, And uh, and that's how you're going to attract more people into the space. Um, But right now, you know, those are that's a pretty big laundry list of things that need to be done, according to the advocates. And, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, and meanwhile, uh, the crisis kind of rages. And so there's not a clear end in sight right now for these things.
0: Yeah, a lot of it. I mean, it almost sounds like, and certainly not intentional on your part, but just the size of that list almost sounds like a Christmas wish list, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, it's pretty overwhelming. Um, and I, I think you're so right on on the visa situation. The the current policies in terms of immigrants is so one size fit all. When we as a society have real specific needs that other parts of the world. Could really help with, and you know I think, for example, the philippines i 'm sure you 're familiar with the fact that the the Philippines, first of all, their second language is english they 've you know since the 1940s has had English as their second language uh, and and secondly, countries in the West, particularly England, England literally imports Philippine uh, nursing assistants and nurses. Um, in mass, because they 're phenomenal at it, and they seem to enjoy doing it it's something they 're very good at, and create a special visa program just for that demographic group and I, you know i 'm very familiar with the Philippines, we do work with people there, and I am you know that is a place that is is in such demand the people there are in such need of opportunity uh, to me it 's so myopic, our current approach. And that yeah, really I talked to,
1: yeah, that's a great example. And I talked to, um, you know, uh, people who run the um, staffing agencies for these um, home care operations. And they said that a lot of the, you know, Gen Z coming up right now uh, in the United States, they don't have a great work ethic, believe it or not. Uh, and that once they, you know, even if they do apply for these jobs and train for them, Sometimes they quit after just two or three weeks because they didn't realize how hard it would be. You know, it's, it's yeah. different than just sitting with some, you know, a nice elderly person and watching TV and drinking coffee and playing cards. It's, it's really, you know, it can be very demanding and difficult work, uh, especially if someone has dementia. Um, and that's another issue is that, you know, t- caring for someone with dementia is a whole skilled job really it's not a low skilled job and to be able to distract that person to redirect them uh to get you know help them live a higher quality of life that's a that's a very highly skilled thing and yet it doesn't pay any more than you know um any any home care job so uh it's um but uh so you know to your point yeah absolutely i mean i think uh you know my own mom had uh dementia and she had a home care aide and uh the woman was from um, West Africa, and she was just, you know, an amazing person, and she transformed my m- my mother's life for the better. And um, yes, so you know, uh, there's a, there's a there's definitely people who want to do these jobs, but they unfortunately they're overseas.
0: Yeah, that's right, and quite capable. And there's this mythology that they're stealing American jobs. No one, no one in the U.S. is signing up for these jobs, Christopher. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: Chris. Christopher and you're with the Washington Post. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, do you have a final thought you want to leave the listener with?
1: No, not at all, but I just appreciate you having me on and your uh, thoughtful, uh, thoughtful, thoughtfulness around the piece and the compliments for the piece. Uh, it's great to talk yeah, to you. It's a very good piece. Yeah, one more reason why I like to read the Post. You, you, you know, and, and
0: it's pretty typical with the writers when you're, when you're talking about people, you're talking about places, you bring the reader there in a way that a lot of publications simply don't even have, a, have the time to do with the way they have designed their writing. So uh, very important, and thanks again for being with us. I'm Kevin Price. Go to WashingtonPost.com, plus we'll have a link to it at PriceOfBusiness.com. Stay, stay tuned for more after this.